You're listening to Manufacturing Ignition Recruitment Advice, bringing you right up to date on the latest recruitment information, trends and discussions to help you recruit the best people for your business. Sponsored by Bonfire Recruitment, helping manufacturing leaders across the UK to attract the best talent for their manufacturing company. Ignite your business or career today by visiting www.bonfirerecruitment.com. Here's your hosts, Terry Mallin and Scott Buchanan. We'll go on to our, our recruitment uh, minute. So over the coming episodes, we will be going through the problems and solutions we're experiencing within manufacturing in terms of business leaders recruiting the best management talent. My pet hate specifically, and I know it's Scott's pet hate as well, <laughs> is people complaining about staffing issues. People shortages are top quality lacking in, in people within the their company or, or attracting to the company. I can assure you there's plenty of talent out there and we are going to discuss with you how to go and get it to grow your business. Uh, we intend to give you a full breakdown of our seven-step bonfire talent system um, over the coming podcast. Firstly, though, we need to understand the problems before we discuss the solutions. Scott, what do you see specifically as some of the problems that business leaders face in terms of recruiting people within their manufacturing business or retaining people? Yeah, I think that the biggest challenge, and, and, and there's a variety of answers to that question, Terry, but I think um, being open and honest with themselves and their, their own company in terms of actually what problems they have in relation to their staffing. I think there's a lot of leaders out there that actually, you know, can look at a report and, and associate the number of, you know, production issue or, you know, whatever it happens to be, quality issue that that um, is a reflection on on their business rather than actually associating, you know, what difference would it make? You know, if I had a, an E1 member of my team that actually, you know, has could, could bring value to a given problem. I think that that is where um, the educational piece um, is is probably where you know can, can happen, and and actually to be honest, that tends to happen in traditionally run businesses as well. From if you look at the more corporate structures, um, you know the bigger bigger players in the UK manufacturing market, and um, they've got some significant processes and some significant good things in there that they as a business will probably believe in. The challenge they have though is actually the others because they're out with the company or maybe don't get it, probably don't buy into the business as well as they, they may well do. Um, and thus, you know, the, 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 you know, they'll be knocking on our door. So I think that, that, that there's no straightforward answer to that question. But um, what, what do you think, Terry? I mean, what have you been seeing recently from, from what's coming through your hands? And, and so, your- so I, I think there's four significant problems within, you know, current manufacturing regards to people, either recruiting people or retaining people, four, four specific problems. I'm going to go through two today, which would be the current management team. The second one, actual issues retaining key staff. And I'm going to hit these topics head on because I think they're very important. Next week, we'll go through recruitment processes being outdated and time and money wasted in hiring unproductive candidates. So that's the four problems, the main problems that I see. So firstly, the current management team. A lot of people that I speak to with regards to the recruitment needs, the reason is, is they feel their, their management, their current, certain members of their management team might be below par. They feel as if they might be beholden the company back, whether that be, say, operational management. They just feel that operational efficiency is very low. Um, and that's due to the person that's heading that up, you know, who are holding back performance, they're holding back the growth within the site. 
that could be due to the drive and motivation of the individual or just the you know the experience and, and capacity of that person's um, background. They might, you know, they tend to feel as if they might not have the right mindset to lead their business through a growth phase. So they're automatic, you know, looking to replace that person. They might feel that that specific person might not be able to lead the department, the team or the business on a journey of change or growth, whatever that might be. They might feel unable to affect, they might feel that that person might be effectively unable to develop their team, which could have uh, frustrations within the wider team below. I mean, the big question I've got, Scott, is, you know, for for business leaders and, and people who manage people within manufacturing out there, do you have people within your team currently or within your business that you feel that way? And then it comes back to the question, why? Why is that? You know, is that due to you, your management, or is it due to that person? And how do we go about changing that? How do we go about improving that? Does that make sense, Scott? Am I making sense? Am I just rambling? No, I mean, I know you. sometimes you, you have a, a, a talent sometimes rambling, but what, what you've said there makes perfectly good sense. And I think um, it, it ties in with the, the openness of the individual needs to be, you know, of, the, of, the, of actually open to the problem um, that, that, that you're highlighting there, definitely. And I think there's, there's two ways of addressing that, and we'll go through that um, on, on the coming podcast. But I think the big thing is, is one of the big problems is that business leaders feel that members of their management team are below par, which is holding their company back. So why is that person still within their business if it's holding their company back? If they've had all the training, development, support, you know, throughout that, because that takes time as well. And it's trying to find that balance, isn't it? That, that actually there's, you know, the the, the 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 investment or the you know the coaching method and you know the, the element of the the growth of that business, um, you know. But Terry, if you know if that was if that was any if someone was impacting in my business, um, and you know that they, they weren't, you know, the, the the heart could be in it or the heart might not be in it. But the, the actual growth of it um, was impacting in my business. I mean, why, why would you keep? Why would you keep them? You, you would either you would either try and find something else, you know, that they're stronger at for whatever reason. But you would you would try and attract that best talent. Surely you wouldn't you wouldn't try and get the same again. You'd want to try and get someone that, that can can supersede and you know actually take the vision that that, that I would have as a, as a business leader. Do you know that way? Surely that's that's what you want to be thinking of. And um, I think there's. I, I, sorry, sorry for keeping on, Terry, but I think um, one of the, the the challenges, if you've done the same thing for a, a very long time, do you know that way it becomes a habit. So actually, even as a business leader, breaking out of that habit and actually going to you know en other recruitment company or actually make, starting the process of actually saying, do you know what we need to attract this type of talent into our organisation because do you know what that is going to make a huge difference to our efficiency within the business and as a result, you know production and productivity is going to increase and and these are the things that actually having a good cold chat with yourself sometimes actually um you know the businesses that we've worked with i think um yeah they, they seem to be doing okay now and i think you know there's a few examples where it's it's toiling and uh, you know it's a senior management team that leads us and and yet i think everyone's in their own world you know doing their own thing but actually you know simple things can go a long way and a simple thing can actually be a very simple idea 
and and all of a sudden, um, you know, the, the business is growing again. Everybody, you know, the most valuable thing within business is time uh, and actually being productive. And what I find is with regards to business leaders retaining key staff within their organisations, you know, you're busy in the day-to-day, you're busy on growing the business and looking at the forward strategy, also spending too much time with underperformers. Uh, and that allows you to, you know, forget about your A players. And when I mean forget, I mean that lightheartedly. I mean, you know, the fact is a lot of people think, oh, well, Joe will always do what Joe's done. He's, you know, he's, he's our top performer. He's, yeah, that's you know, Joe. That's Joe. I'll tell you, you know, and, and this is, hopefully this is a wake-up call for a lot of people as well. It's not that, you know, this is a very competitive market, especially for top, top quality people. And we need to, you know, you as a business owner or business leader need to be doing everything you can to keep your A players. And we will be going through that again in subsequent podcasts, actually how to do that and how to retain A players. But, you know, just to be quite blunt, you know, there's people like myself and Scott who are out there who are only interested in dealing with A players and only interested in recruiting them for the businesses that we recruit for. This isn't me trying to scaremonger or anything at all. More matter of fact, to open your eyes and really consider the talent that you've got within your own organisation and focus on retaining your A players. And what what you know what process of, of career development have you got in place for, for everyone within that organisation? Because... And that's typically, I mean, reasons why people are looking, Terry. I mean, you know, you, you've seen the CVs that we've had recently. I mean, there's some some significant talent there um, of organisations that I'm amazed, actually, to, that I'm sure would be amazed to, to lose their, 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 that, you know, key individuals within their team. And actually, the capability and, you know, sometimes what's in their head that, that would be leaving the organisation, um, that, that's going to have a serious impact on on. on you know, in businesses and uh, simple things, I think actually just having a plan in place that, that is followed through can actually help help businesses, um, you know, keep their, their, their key staff. And actually, and again, not to be crude, using your own terms, I think um, it's why would you not keep, you know, it's all very well having A1 staff, but why would you keep your C staff? You know, there's an argument for, you know, uh, you need variety, I'm sure, but actually, why, why would you accept second best? And, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that, that in, in the marketplace, which is allowing the talent that is available, you know, um, but why would you why would you want to go for second best? Exactly. So, so th- th- hopefully that's went through two problems that we see currently within manufacturing. We'll go through another two next week. But really, this is just to hit the problems head on. And then over the coming podcast, we will be going through solutions. Uh, and then going through the process that we can do, and that's to educate businesses on how to attract the best talent for their company, whether it be the branding of the business, you know, uh, how to position yourself better in the marketplace, you know, what talent do you actually need? How do you restructure your teams? You know, that might be increasing headcount, it might be decreasing headcount, but actually going through all that good stuff. Um, but the key takeaways from this recruitment minute, or should I say minutes, um, <laughs> will, will be certainly... Have a good think about your current management team and really think about what issues need to be addressed. But more importantly, think about the top A players that you've got in your, your team that you should be really spending that bit more time with and consideration with. 
Thanks for listening to the Manufacturing Ignition podcast. If you've made it this far, we take it that you enjoyed the show. In return, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe while you're there and we'll catch you for the next episode. 